Welcome to Women Wake Up, a podcast that helps you heal spiritually from trauma in relationships, childhood, and early life conditioning to shift from a place of codependency into a divine feminine state of love, acceptance, harmony, and abundance. On Women Waken, we begin the journey to waken from the illusion of needing to prove our worth into the divine experience of knowing our worth. I'm your host, Whitney Walker. I'm a licensed mental health therapist, and I specialize in substance abuse, addiction, eating disorders, trauma, and spirituality. I'm also a fellow human being who has experienced most of the issues that I explore on this show. On today's Divine Feminine solo episode, I'm offering a personal update of my travel journey and my new relocation and home. And I'm sharing about ways to follow our guidance and intuition and then taking time to appreciate our answered prayers and requests to the universe. I also want to talk a little bit about embracing the slowdown as we come to the end of another year. So take a listen and enjoy. Hey everybody, Whitney here with a Divine Feminine solo episode. And first off, I want to wish you all a very happy December. Here we find ourselves in the final month of the year. Always a remarkable thing, right? Because we start the year and we look at that calendar and it's like a field of fresh snow. There's no footprints in it. There's no marks. It's an open, clear canvas. And I always have this anticipation looking at every month. I'm a big calendar person. I've shared that a lot. I'm a big planner. So I always have my calendar that I have ready, my daily planner. And I look at it thinking, what's going to happen? What is March going to look like? What's June going to look like? Where am I going to be come December? And then December comes. And we can take a moment to say, wow, I made it. And look at what's happened. That's why I'm such a big proponent of reflection in this month. And part of this episode is going to be about encouraging people to allow yourself to slow down. I'm definitely embracing this mentality as I am now off the road. I have now landed myself in a new home, in a new town in New York State, upstate New York. If you all have listened to some of my previous episodes, a while back I did an episode on taking the big call, and I got a big call back in May. I was making plans to stay in Bend, Oregon, where I was most of this year that I absolutely fell in love with, and a remarkable place, really incredible. The longer that I'm away from there, the more I realize just how phenomenal it is. It has mountains, it has lakes, it's pristine, it's beautiful, it's lush, it has volcanoes, it has lava, it has snow, it has the most beautiful flowers and plants and trees. It's just an incredible place. But I got the call to believe that I had to go. I was My time there was complete. And as I inquired further into that message that I got, 
I was then given additional guidance that I was meant to go to New York. And at the time, I thought, uh, no, there's no way that's correct. I don't know anybody out there. That seems like a really challenging place to get all the way out there. And then I've, you know, it's pretty cold. It's a difficult place, it would seem, to go out in rural upstate New York, which is where I was kind of told to go between upstate New York and Vermont. I took the leap of faith and I did it. And I headed out after my birthday on September 15th. I've now landed in my new place after 10 weeks on the road. September 15th, I left and I moved into my new place on Monday, the 27th of November. So I'm now in home. I still consider myself a nomad because I don't know how long I'll be here. That I'm not clear on. I love my new place. It's absolutely perfect and quaint. I'm going to tell you a little bit about it in a second. And I I tend to be a bit of a all or nothing person. So in the beginning of something, I'll be like, this is going to go on forever. I could stay here for years. This is great. This is perfect. And then after a week, I'll think, oh, I'll probably only stay here a few months. So I don't know how the chips will fall, but I'm going to stay open. I'm going to stay open, which I'm also going to talk about in a minute, which is the importance of always staying attuned and keeping our ears open to guidance. Because just like the message I got in Bend, you don't know when you're going to be totally surprised that even if something was just guided to you, that you're given a message one day, it could only be a week later that they're saying, okay, and now, and now take this step. And you're like, well, wait a minute, I just took this other step. And they're saying, yes, and that was a stepping stone. And here's the next one. So despite my inclination to always make declarations about, I'm going to stay here at least a full year. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm staying open to the guidance. So I have to share with you all how this place came into being because this episode is also about showing appreciation when we do get our prayers and our requests answered. So in late October, I had made my way into Maine and I was going to Acadia National State Park. And this is interesting. Right before that, I had been in Nova Scotia and I didn't realize how far of a drive it was from Nova Scotia all the way to the town in Maine where I had booked an Airbnb. I planned to do that drive in one day. That's not possible. So I messaged the Airbnb and I canceled my reservation. And the person messaged me directly and said, hey, wait a minute, please don't cancel. What, how can I help you? We, we would really like you to come stay. I was like, oh, well, it's farther than I thought, but I actually will be there in that area in two days so I could stay one night with you but your calendar won't let me do that. On Airbnb, some people can make it so you can only book for two days minimum. And he said, no, 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 don't worry about that. Come here whenever you get here. We'll welcome you. There'll be a bed for you. I said, okay. So I took two days to get from the town in Nova Scotia where I was, Centreville, all the way over to a small town outside of Acadia National State Park in Maine. The gentleman who owned the place was there when I arrived and we chatted for a bit before I retired to go to bed. And I shared about my journeys, my travels, how I was drawn to come out to the Northeast. And I'm looking for a place to relocate here to get a sense of the area, see if it's a place I want to stay long term potentially. Because it is a lot less expensive out here, I will say that. (laughs) And it's pretty. It's very pretty. 
in a different way. It's amazing how each region is different in its own is be- has beauty, its own beauty in different ways. And we are moving in closer to winter, so all that beautiful fall foliage that I've seen is now just those, you know, decomposing leaves on the ground, and the trees are all bare. Those ominous long limbs of the the bare trees that always are kind of spooky to me, right? It feels like a scary movie scene. So he said that he also owns a few other properties in different places in the Northeast. And I said, cool. And he said, well, I'll keep you posted because I rent them out. And if anything happens to come available, I'll let you know. So fast forward about a month later, it was getting close to Thanksgiving. And I was headed to Virginia to spend Thanksgiving with my family, which was so lovely. What a treat. Another divine gift from the universe because I hadn't really planned on that. I knew my family might be there, but I didn't know if I could be involved in the plans and all that. And everything came together at the last minute. And it was so beautiful to have that time with family. I also want to encourage anyone listening who might need to hear this. When we spend time with our family, especially a situation like this where I wasn't sure if it was going to happen, but then suddenly things came together and I ended up spending time with my paternal side of the family, there's healing that can be done. There's wounds, whether it's with your father or your mother or somewhere in your family, even if it's not directly with them. Here's the thing. Healing doesn't always happen directly with the person. It's energetic, right? So I realized, I think I shared this too on another episode, a healer I had worked with in the past reached, reached out to me randomly and said, I have intuition that you have more healing to do with your father wound. And it was just shortly after that, that my, fam- my dad's side of the family welcomed me into Thanksgiving. And I realized during that time, and I kind of got that insight my intuition said, this is a part of the healing. And I've known for a while that any father healing I'll do won't, most likely will not be with my father. Because like some of you, maybe some of you have never had a father. You can still have a father wound. Maybe some of you are not talking to your father. Maybe your father has passed. Whatever it might be, we can heal without directly working with that person. And the universe will help us. The universe always knows what we need. It sees what we can't. So it will provide. So I took comfort in realizing, huh, something transpired. And it wasn't like, I mean, I had conversations with my family about my dad and my childhood and when I would visit, but nothing like profound, but it doesn't have to be profound. It's shifting. Remember that sometimes healing is just this very subtle shift in your energy field about how you feel about something that's just enough to get you to your next level, to move through, right? Kind of like if you're trying to like shimmy your way through like, I don't know, like two rocks or something. Like if you're on a hike and you're like trying to get your way through something and sometimes it's just like the littlest give that you get from like a branch or, you know, a little bit of space and you're able to push your way through. Sometimes that can be the case with healing, that it's just a little shift and It doesn't mean that everything is healed. It just means something shifted enough that now a new experience is possible for you because that's what healing is all about. The universe always wants you to be growing and evolving. Somebody said that to me recently. They said, that's all we're doing here is growing. Everything that ever happens to you is to allow you to grow. Because I was talking about a experience I had recently where I was on somebody's show, a radio show, and 
they kind of, they disagreed fairly strongly with a belief I shared with one of my, with a concept that I offered. And and then the show ended before I could even offer a rebuttal or whatever it was. And I told them about it and they said, well, then that was what you needed. You needed to be challenged and to still hold your ground and to know that it's okay. Because I was kind of like, well, do you think that that's true? Do you think that, what do you think about her perspective? And he's like, all that matters is yours. He said, at a certain point, you have to decide that, yes, we want to be mindful that there are other perspectives, but we, if we really believe in something, we have to follow it tried and true because there's always going to be naysayers. There's always going to be trolls that say, you can't say that. That's wrong. That's dangerous. And I've always been one to take that deep retrospective of being like, is that true? Is this wrong? Am I bad? But I'm realizing more and more it's important to take on what I often call the queen of swords energy where you just say, you know, I just have to believe that I'm not going to harm anybody by moving forward with a concept that I believe is for the highest good, that I feel like I've been guided to share, that I feel like I've been guided and inspired to see as a way towards greater peace and freedom and joy for human beings. So (laughs) with all of that said, all we're doing here is growing. That's why, as I've also said before, bless every experience, bless every person that comes into your life, every conflict, every challenge, it's all a means for your growth. But we also want to appreciate the reprieves, the time where we finally level up and we get a little bit of that peace when you finally find your new home and you get to sit in it and enjoy it, when your prayers are answered, when the universe has delivered on what you've requested, we take that moment of gratitude. So to finish my story, I found myself in Virginia for Thanksgiving and I got a text from that guy whose Airbnb where I'd stayed. And he said, hey, my tenant at the cabin that I own in upstate New York just texted me and she has to move out suddenly. She's moving out. She's moving to another state. She's got to go. Do you want it? Here he was asking me if I wanted to take this house that had just become available in New York. Of all the places in the Northeast and all the different properties he owns, it was the one in upstate New York that became available. I could not believe it. It was one of those times where I was literally jumping up and down, holding my breath because I was like, oh my gosh, please let this work out. Like, oh my gosh, because it was one of those situations where I started asking a million questions and he seemed to be a little bit like, okay, (laughs) relax. And then he wouldn't get back to me for a little bit. And I don't know if you guys have ever been there with like a job or a person or a house, but when you really want something and it's like, feels like eternity and the impatience is so immense and the eagerness, right? I talked to this with a friend also who got, had found the opportunity for this really great gig. And at first the person was like, yeah, this will be perfect. And then they disappeared on her for two weeks. And she was like, I'm going crazy. I want this so badly. And then sure enough, she... I encouraged her. I was like, because it's so easy to say when you're on the outside, right? I said, you just got to surrender a bit, girl. Like, if it's meant for you, it's going to happen. You know, just don't. People have lives that are going on. They are, you know, if they, if it's meant to be, it's going to happen. And sure enough, they came around and now the gig is secured for her. So, and it's not always the case, but, but it is always the case that it's not always the case that we're going to get what we want, but it is always the case that what we get is what is meant for us. And if we don't get it, 
It was not for us. <laughs> Again, easier when you're on the outside. So I was so excited and he gave me the information for the current tenant who was moving out. Also a young woman who also has a traveling job, wouldn't you know? She's a massage therapist. So we're both therapists of different regards that travel around. Wild, huh? The synchronicity of it. And she said that it's a lovely rustic cabin. It has a wood-burning stove. It's in this small, cute little town, not too far from a bigger town where you can get everything you need. And that she really enjoyed it, that it was very peaceful and a very calm time for her. And I talked again to the owner, and he said, you can move in as soon as she's gone, right after Thanksgiving. Just go month to month. We'll see what happens. So here I am. I touched down on the 27th, and I've gotten situated, and I am very happy. It is very incredible, the serendipitous events that occurred for this to happen. The fact that I am actually in New York after getting that message, my goodness, it's crazy. And whether it's, you know, being guided on your path or whether it's that I manifested what I thought would happen, either way, it's cool. And I'm very excited to see what unfolds from here because now it's like, all right, universe, well, you told me to come here. You brought me here. What now? <laughs> I'm always just an impatient child. Now what? What now? What's next? However, I am taking time, as I also said I want to focus on in this episode, to just appreciate and let that gift be seen, acknowledged, and to just sit with that. Because as humans, we do always tend to look for what's next, for the next thing, to not be in the moment, to not take the time to say, wow, this actually happened. I actually moved out of a place that I loved to chase after a dream that had come to me, a vision, a guidance, an intuition, an intuitive hit, had a beautiful trip, and just right at the right time, a gift from the universe. Ace of Pentacles, right? That's what to me it is. The Ace of Pentacles in the tarot deck literally shows the hand of the universe, God, spirit, source coming out of the clouds with a big old pentacle coin in their hand. And that's what this was. It said, hey, here it is. You asked for it. You did what we asked. You took the risk. You took the leap of faith. You took that trip. You're out here. Here it is, a new home. And it's a different thing than I've ever experienced. It's not in the middle of the woods type of cabin. It's actually, interestingly enough, literally right next to a golf course, a full golf course, which is funny because I don't even like golf. <laughs> but like the ninth hole is literally in my backyard. <laughs> so yesterday was my first full week, at my first Saturday here. And there was like a bunch of people just like driving past playing golf. I was like, all right, guys, well, just so you know, I walk around naked a lot, so <laughs> I'm sure they'll hate that. But it's just wild. It's also interesting because the last time I did something like that, this like truly move somewhere where I didn't know anybody, well, I guess I kind of did that in Bend, but I also did it when I was 24 and moved to Seattle. And I found a studio apartment before I moved up there. I never got to see it. It was like a blind move-in. And it just happened to be right next to a mini, a nine-hole putt golf course. Isn't that weird? I'm like, what does golf have to do? Maybe it's like getting the ball in the hole. I don't know. <laughs> what do they call it? A hole in one. 
Maybe a lucky shot is coming up. I'd like to believe that. So some of the points I want to hit on after all these changes, I feel like I just had the vision of like a lot of different pieces swirling around, beautiful pieces, right? Like these diamonds just like swirling around. So it's like beauty was always there. My departure from Ben, my travel, but now everything has kind of fallen into place. So I want to offer all of you the importance and the gifts that come from following our guidance. I know it's not that easy for everyone to pick up their life, but guess what? That's not always going to be the guidance that you get. It's not always going to be that dramatic. That is what suits my life, right? I don't have a partner. I don't own a home. I don't have children. The universe is working with me in my own unique way on my own unique path. And some of those aspects of my life are hard to accept at times and have been. I've spoken to that. But then I realized there's a reason. I know there is. I know there is a reason why I'm here where I am now in my own unique space. So my guidance has been uniquely created for me. Yours will be created for you. The guidance can be as small as shifting a routine you have in your week, a place that you go regularly, people that you associate with, offers that you take. All those things can be guidance. It doesn't have to be huge. I did the episode on the big call. If you're in that time in your life, you can listen to that episode. But sometimes it's just a gentle guidance where even something like, hey, maybe cut back on the sugar. (laughs) That's what somebody told me. My friend, the spiritual asshole, check out his podcast, Spiritual Asshole. It's It's a great show. He just had a guest who talked about quitting sugar and the effects of sugar. I personally find that I feel like I have a pretty balanced sugar. I love sweets. I have a big sweet tooth. I have struggled with an eating disorder, binge eating, so I've known for sure the trials and tribulation of allowing sugar into your life. Yet for me, I've cut out a lot of things. I've cut out alcohol. I had to let go of coffee. I let go of meat. For the most part, I don't do dairy and all that. Just saying, like not as a point of whatever. It's not for everybody. I'm such a firm believer that you got to have your own diet. I don't believe in a one diet fits all or one diet is best. Mm -mm. It's whatever feels right for your body and your energy. So that's what I'm saying is that can be your guidance is like this really isn't suiting you. Can you see it? Can you see that too much sugar isn't helping you? Can you see that your daily habit of this, that, or the other thing isn't great for you? Maybe let it go. And that, I remember getting that guidance about coffee and I was like, you got to be fucking kidding me. <laughs> and I ignored it. I was like, forget that. I'm not going to stop drinking coffee. I fucking loved coffee. I loved coffee so, so much for so, so long. And then one day, this is back in like 2021, my coffee maker broke. This is after I kept getting like, I kept just happening to hear different, you know, sound bites and stuff about stop drinking coffee and coffee alternatives. And I was like, la, 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 trying not to hear it. And then my coffee maker broke. And I was like, gosh, darn it. That's got to be a sign. And so I let it go. And guess what? I don't even crave coffee at all anymore. I don't miss it at all. I didn't think that was possible. I found an alternative for like a nice warm drink in the morning that gets me going. I still do some caffeine. I do matcha. I do chai. Some things like that. But uh, no more coffee. So yeah, the gifts of following your guidance, it's always for your best. We don't always want to hear it (laughs) like I didn't. 
but it's always for our best because again our guides are the universe can see the things that we don't see they're with us all the time it's omnipresence they understand everything all at once and we understand one little tiny facet of of life and existence or so we think right when we're having this individual physical experience and they're trying to say hey this might be good for you to go to this event next week. Hey, call this person, right? That's a big little nudge. It's nothing huge, but nudging you to call somebody, there's a reason behind that. Nudging you to go somewhere, nudging you to release something from your life. There are gifts that come. When the gifts come, take the chance, take the time to appreciate them. I've now gotten to develop a nightly routine. When I'm on the road, it's a little harder to kind of have like the morning and evening routine that you get once you're really settled in and have your own home. And I've developed, you know, when I kind of shut down the house, turn off all the lights and everything, This the house that I'm in, the wood-burning stove is sort of the centerpiece in the living room and it has these high ceilings that are almost in like a steeple and they have these on both ends. It's a pretty small, so it's like basically like a studio. Well, there is a, there's a bedroom and it has a loft but the roof is so high that, you know, you can see both ends of the house at the top of the, the triangle ceilings. And they have triangular windows on both ends. And there's just something really – because the triangle, right, it's the trifecta. It's the – you know, three is, the very, is a very sacred number, right? Mind, body, soul. It's – everything is in threes in the universe, so there's something about it. Just something about the space feels very sacred. It almost feels like a church sense in here, which to me just represents a place of acknowledging the divine, the exquisite brilliance of the universe, being in a place of gratitude and sacredness. So every night I've taken the practice of of thanking the home for bringing me here, thanking this this home for welcoming me here, for guiding me here, because the home had a place in it too. Everything has consciousness everything. This house has consciousness because nothing in the universe is dead. Everything in the universe is alive. So any space that you enter wants you there, benefits from you being there, changes, lightens up when you arrive. You bring life to the space. You bring your energy to the space. You heal the space. This home needed me in a way that I also needed it. It may sound a little wacky to say but hey if you're listening to this you're probably into that so and like I said I got to stay on my ground I can't hold back what I believe to be true even if people in my life might think I'm nuts which they already do so whatever so we give gratitude I thank this home every day I've decided I'm taking this month I spent the last most of this past week racing around getting stuff because the the house is furnished because being a nomad you need you know furnished homes which is another blessing he just happened to have this house is almost fully furnished. It has all the furniture, but not all the inner stuff like bedding and pillows and dish dish towels and bath towels, all that. So I was racing around because I hadn't brought much with me. When I left Bend, I'd gotten rid of a bunch of stuff because I just couldn't fit it all and it's so expensive to ship. And where would I ship it? <laughs> so I had to get that stuff. And then I just really crashed. You know, come to the end of the week, I, I realized I'd been going nonstop on the road for all that time, which is, it's tiring being on the road. It's amazing, but it's depleting. It's it's exhausting not having a home. It uses your energy in a different kind of way. 
and racing around putting this place together and my last few fumes, I just crash. And I said, thank goodness. It was actually December 1st, right? That was on Thursday. That was on Friday. And it was just in time for me to <laughs> collapse. I didn't really have anything planned. And I said, I am going to soak up this December. I'm really going to get into it in terms of just releasing, just using this time to reflect, to relax, to recharge, regenerate, all the R words, right? Which interestingly enough, there's a Mercury retrograde coming in, I think more towards the end of the month. But it's still on its way and there's that shadow. But whoever's listening, I feel like all of us could use a rest. I hope everyone's taking that guidance. I'm still going to do my podcast because I love it. Of course, I'll still see some clients. But just, you know, it's like more like the little times, like just taking that extra downtime, taking yourself off the hook for one in an afternoon where you just lay around and listen to your favorite podcast, read a book, maybe take a little bit of time just to wait before exerting all that energy. Because I have found that it really truly does restore you and helps you to store up that energy for when you cross into the next threshold. I know that some people feel differently about the seasons and whether or not they honor the, what do they call it? The, like the typical 12 months of the year that start in January, Gregorian calendar. I forget what it is. (laughs) And, but I do, you know, I'm traditional that way. I always feel that sense of like, let's go. And I will say that I ease myself into it because let's be real. The new year, that as we have it, starts right in the smack dab of winter. However, I do usually feel pretty energized, at least starting to generate energy around what do I want to do and create this year. This is what I'm going to do. Send out, you know, ideas around it. Write down ideas around it. But you will be so much more able to do that if you let yourself rest this December. If you give yourself permission to do nothing sometimes, to not start anything new, to not feel like you have to accomplish a lot, to just let yourself rest. I remember last year, I realized I had a friend who was going to come visit me for the holidays because I'd moved to Bend. I didn't really know anybody there. I was going to spend it alone. And they had they canceled on me. And I was like, okay, well, then I'm going to do this. I'm going to organize this. I'm going to review all this for my podcast and do this analysis. And then I got sick. And I was just out. And I said, aren't you clever, universe? They put They put me out. I got a little bug because it knew I wasn't going to rest if they didn't assist me in it. Don't force yourself into a physical ailment or illness or virus because it will happen. It will always happen if we don't do it for ourselves. So just consider it. I don't know if you guys are feeling this too, but I just feel this fortitude of like, yeah, yeah, December. Yeah, relaxing. Yeah, getting gingerbread houses at the grocery store to make (laughs) baking stuff, cozy things, warm drinks, blankets. Maybe it's because I have this fireplace. (laughs) I think that's really the the center of it all. Something about like making your own fire just makes you feel like you're in, you know, like the 1800s. (laughs) Cook your own food from scratch. You don't have to do that. But I'm just in that zone and I want to encourage you to maybe consider if you can also slow yourself down for the betterment, because again, I will say it again. I said it many episodes now. 2024 is going to be big. I feel like there's going to be a collective surgence of energy, 
a collective surge of things popping off, coming to fruition, the things that the seeds that were planted at the beginning of this decade, because I am telling you, and I think we all are aware of this, that 2020 is something else. It's a powerhouse of transformation. We know what happened in the beginning. We know what it was a part of, a greater upheaval, a greater shift that we were thrown off course by, but are, we managed it. We were resourceful around it. A lot of us, it shook up our lives and how we do things. And now we're seeing the benefits from it. So I encourage you to listen to your guidance now through the end of the year. I've always felt also something about the end of the year and the holidays. It feels like the world slows down because it does. Most places outside of the U.S. actually shut down their businesses for the end of the year, give their workers a break, which they deserve. We all deserve. And I also think it's because we're all doing similar things. We feel closer to one another. I always think the summer feels so expanded where people are traveling and moving and like everything feels so distant. Also warmth expands things, right? But as things, and I know that there's different hemispheres and it's not cold right now everywhere, but just just work with me here. <laughs> and when it's colder months, but also just like the end of the year, most of us are celebrating with one another. We're gathering together. So we're all kind of more aligned with what we're doing. And I always get that sense during this time of year. It's like this quietness, this more stillness in the air. So embracing that. And that's also a good time to be able to hear, to get messages, to receive guidance. These little kernels, these little seedlings that are asking to be planted. All right, everybody. I hope those messages were helpful. Just one more recap. Taking the time to... Listen for, honor, and follow your guidance because there are beautiful gifts within it. Then taking the time to appreciate, recognize, acknowledge when our prayers are answered, when our gifts come through, taking that space, being in that moment, opening our hearts to saying, wow, thank you. And then considering if you can allow yourself to slow down, As this year draws to an end, look back at your wins, look back at your achievements, look back at the gifts that you gave to others, the gifts you received from others, your favorite moments, the surprises, how much is held in one year, so much. It's good to take time to reflect. All right, now I'm going to pull a card for you all, an oracle card from the Wisdom of the Oracle Deck by Colette Baron-Reed. Let's see what card wants to come through. Oh, that's so funny because I just said the love that you've given, the love you've received, the card I got was exchanging gifts, which isn't that funny because I was just going on and on about the beauty of December, the gifts that come in December, times of gathering and holidays and often gift exchanging. So let's see what the oracle has to say about this card number 27, which two plus seven is nine, which means being very close to reaching a goal. Nine's also often a symbol of abundance. 27 might also come up for you. Here we are. Exchanging gifts, essential meaning, the law of giving and receiving, 
currency, trade-offs, weighing cost and determining value. You're entering into a productive and enriching time when all manner of opportunities are being offered to you. You have everything you need to seize them, yet in order to honor them, you must put in the time, exchange your experience and skills, and commit heart and soul to what you've chosen to pursue. You can do it. You have what it takes to be successful if you align with the law of giving and receiving. You must engage in a dance of give and take, push and pull, doing and being. If you let fear guide your choices, you could deplete yourself or create an imbalance. This is not a time of just do, do, do. Oh my gosh. Use your currency wisely and be mindful of the value others bring to your life. See, it's, it's really honing on that. This is not a time of just do, do, do. Be mindful, be thoughtful about your actions. Now the prosperity message for this card. All your hard work and efforts, your commitment to learning, creating, and spending your time wisely pay off in ways you may not have been anticipating. That message is for someone out there. Listen closely. This is for you. The gifts of yourself, your time, your ideas, and the energy of your intentions are being reciprocated by the universe, which is sending you signs and signals, aligning synchronistic meetings and opportunities to bring you success and more. Everything is an exchange. Keep doing what you're doing. Goodwill comes back tenfold. I love this. So it's really saying be mindful of how you're using your energy, making sure that you're receiving as well as giving, which is also interesting because if you all listen to my episode from last Friday, I was talking about hurting my fingers and recognizing that's often that's how we give and receive. So maybe it means there was some imbalance. So this car is asking you, get in balance with the energy you give and receive, like breathing, right? Equal give and take to keep ourselves alive. The relationship we have with trees, with CO2 and oxygen, giving and receiving so that we stay healthy and are able to survive. And also just the idea that your work is paying off. You've already done it. You are on your path, so don't worry. And I, I personally am taking this to mean relax, enjoy yourself, keep, you know, keep touching on things as the, this year rolls to an end, but know that the best is still yet to come is what I'm really getting from this. All right, everybody, I hope that was helpful. Have a beautiful day. Take care. That wraps up our episode for today. Thank you so much for listening to Women Waken. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with others and come back for more. If you'd like to connect with the Women Waken community, you can find us on Instagram at Women Waken. And if you follow Women Waken, you can get a free tarot card reading if you just send a DM. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and don't forget to let your unique light shine into this world.